There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. And now your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye and Freddy Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling with Freddie, now and forever known as Wrestling with Friends. With me, as always, is the greatest co-host in the world, Mr. Jeff Dye. And today, you get a very special treat. We have a guest. I cannot wait to interview her. WWE's own Zelina Vega. We know her as Miss Thea Trinidad. How are you? Welcome to the show. What's going down, girl? Thank you for having me. I like that intro. That was pretty dope. <laughs> the roll of the tongue to as well. Oh, well, my grandma's Puerto Rican, so I have to my ere and erre. <laughs> I have to that. execute Love both that. properly. She taught me how to dance, too. Um, I'm really, really excited to have you on the show. We have not had, I haven't had a guest on the show in over a year. Um, oh, wow. and I And I miss them. Well, last season was just a different kind of season, but we, we're going back to guests. You are our first guest. I'm very glad you're here. And we have a common friend in the fantastic and wonderful Mr. Xavier Woods, who has prepped me with some <laughs> questions that have been specially designed just for you. Um, our king, Jeff will have yes. Some, yes, he is our king. And you are our queen, by the way. Cool. Oh, we're dealing with royalty, Jeff. I forgot. <laughs> would you like to start or would you like me to? Well, I think my first question will roll into yours because uh, the mutual friend is, is Xavier Woods, right? And uh, so uh, my first question is, Zelina... Uh, Vega, if that is your real name, <laughs> you love Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. I always say Mortal Kombat is my Star Wars. I'm obsessed mm -hmm. with it the way Star Wars fans love Star. I love Mortal Kombat. I know every nerdy little backstory. I follow all the stuff. I'm very, very into it. Have you ever thought about bringing uh, uh, fatalities into wrestling <laughs> into the ring? I mean, there has been a few times I've thought about it, but I thought oh, I don't want to get fired. <laughs> so yeah. Fair enough. Okay, favorite Mortal Kombat character. That's an easy layup for you for the first question. Uh, Sindel is my absolute favorite. She's like my top, top. Um, but Jade is a close second. Jade, yeah, I would have gone Jade before that. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Sindel's also royalty. Sindel's also royalty, and she does the screaming, and she has purple and blonde hair like you have right now. So, uh, yeah. so, you, so you see the only game that Jeff plays. Um <laughs> Thea, my, well, I play baseball. 
my, my son is 10 years old. When I was coming up and I think I was in my early twenties, Cartoon Network debuted Dragon Ball Z. It was my, Mm -hmm. my first sort of introduction to television versions of anime. I grew up on like manga and would rent things like Golgo 13, the professional vampire hunter D those were like, Oh my God, I love you. The first intros. That's super, super, super old school. But with the new stuff, I'm not educated on it. I'm not hip to it. I have to watch everything before I allow my son to watch it to make sure it's somewhat appropriate. I don't care about language, but there's a lot of like sexy time stuff out there that he's 10 and does not need to be involved with. (laughs) What are your favorite animes right now? And what's your favorite anime of all time? Right now, uh, Demon Slayer. Of course. Uh, I love Demon Slayer. I just got a Rengoku done. Oh, religious. Done. Yeah. Cool. Let me see, like, I don't know if I could show it to you, but I just got a Rengoku done on my leg. Did you really? Oh, my God. My son would freak out right now. <laughs> yeah, so. Don't show Rocky. He's going to want to get one. <laughs> I, I'd let him. <laughs> yes. So, Demon Slayer. Um, I mean, I love older stuff like Inuyasha. That's actually yeah. on the other side of that leg. Uh, Inuyasha's fun. Um but I think of all time, it's Naruto. And it just for so many reasons. I mean, Naruto is just like everything. The first Naruto tattoo I got actually was this one. It's the Akatsuki cloud. The first, how many Naruto tattoos do you have? Uh, and be honest. Yo, she's wait. having to think. It's that many. <laughs> this is a hard-hitting question. On my other leg, I have. It's a hard-hitting podcast. We want to know. I have Madara on my other leg. I have. Itachi, Kakashi, Jiraiya, Rock Lee, and Naruto, oh and then Neji on my, the other side. So, so thirty-seven know. Naruto tattoos, basically. Just about, give or take. <laughs> so Naruto has like over two thousand episodes and like four hundred seasons worth. Have you seen every single episode? Because my son's seen them every episode multiple times. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Oh when I'm bored, I throw it on. Yeah. Really, <laughs> that's like the comfort food for you. It is. It really is. And it's funny because I'm looking at my fridge and I'm like, yeah, and there's like Naruto magnets all over the place. And I dress my cats up like Naruto characters, too. So I don't think I don't think people that that aren't into anime, I don't think they understand the amount of influence that Naruto has had on every culture in the world. Like people all over the world watch, love, committed themselves to this. When he made me watch it with him, I was like, Man, I'm, I sit here and watch this kid show. <laughs> and I sat down and watched. I'm like, this is not a kid show. And then all of a sudden, right. like, I'm recognizing some of the voice. I'm like, hey, that's my friend Steve Bloom doing that voice. All this kind of stuff. <laughs> and so I started getting into it. I'm not joking. That anime and My Hero Academia are the mm-hmm. only two anime that have ever made me cry. A cartoon that Thanks, made so. me cry. Yep. Now, granted, mm-hmm. Disney got me once with The Fox and the Hound. Because that <laughs> end of that movie is just a big middle finger to every human on earth. Someone hasn't seen the movie Up. I or saw the movie up. I didn't, I didn't Those will make sad. you cry. Yeah. I didn't cry at Iron Giant. I cried in up, those movies. But I'm glad you did. But Naruto <laughs> has made movies. me cry because, like I said, they did so many episodes. You get to know some of these characters and you just know they're not going to get rid of them. And then. As soon as you fall in love, they rip your heart out. How many tears have you shed watching that show? And do you, does it still make you cry? 
It does. It's so <laughs> whack. It really does. Like, <laughs> because my husband's like, why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you watching this? And I don't want to spoil anything. But he's like, why are you watching this scene again? Like, you've seen this happen to so-and-so like 10 times. I'm like, I know, but this is what he has, like all his things. And he did everything at once. And he uses every last bit and the frog and the whole thing. So And the frog. <laughs> and the whole. By the way, but, it's it's an old show. You're allowed to spoil anything. If they haven't seen it, it's too bad for them. You won't get in trouble. <laughs> It's Jiraiya ripped my heart out so many times. And then like Neji, Neji was like my all time, like I hate Hinata and Sakura, but that's another story. But like, it's just, <laughs> I would trade Neji for like five of those characters, but I digress. But like um, the first time I ever cried watching the show is when something almost happened to Akamaru. Like that's how emotionally invested it had me. So yeah, I was like trying not to like let my husband know that I was crying. I was like, <clears throat> about it he's like what's wrong i was like something almost happened to akamaru he's like wait almost in your crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so let's talk a little up up down down who would you say is your greatest rivalry since you guys have started that youtube channel and for those who don't know up up down down is a great gamer channel uh they play video games and basically every professional wrestler in the world loves playing video games and they've all been exposed now because of this channel for their passion i even got to go and be the dungeon master for the season three of, of rollout for for woodsy and all of them who would you say is your biggest rival over there i only have to think about it for a second but it's kofi freaking kingston okay i'm glad <laughs> you said that because that was exactly what xavier wrote <laughs> <laughs> yeah is oh, yeah. he is he better than you or is it a back and forth? Who's the better gamer? Who won the last match? Will you kill him? I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
<laughs> yes, yes, he did. He did beat me, and I know he's gonna like clip this, and he's gonna play it for me over and over and over, and it's fine. But he is the better gamer. If I were to give it to him, he is Ooh. the better gamer. I have beaten him, but he's better. I'll edit that out if you want. <laughs> Jeff, go ahead, bro. All right, I don't understand any of the anime talk. I know you happened, don't, but it sounded. That's why sweet. I'm handing the mic to you, sir. Sounded nice. Sounded like something I should watch. If it's going to make me start getting tattoos and dressing like a crazy wrestler, I don't know if I can uh, if I can do it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll consider it. Wrestlers always dress crazy. Can I just yeah. say that? I dated a female wrestler for a while. She's always you guys always look so cool and interesting in the <laughs> ring, and then you you go out in public and the you you're they're all dressed so crazy. Like <laughs> they, like I saw Enzo Amore at the mall one time, and everybody thought he was like a like a really rich homeless guy or something. He had so Jesus much crazy Christ. things going on. <laughs> what would be your your look? I'm an amateur cosplayer. All right, even at my advanced age, I have costumes at the house. We used to just call it dress up. It wasn't called cosplay when I was growing. I up. I wouldn't say you're an amateur, bro. You have like 500 of the coolest masks I've ever seen, and I was like, what are these for? You're like, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I'll, it's not like a a career cool. thing. Like I have friends that literally make a career out of cosplay. They get paid yeah. to go places dressed up. One of my friends, Alicia Marie makes all her own costumes. Love and her. Go, You know her. Yeah. See, of course yeah. you know her. Um, <laughs> she's an ama amazing human being, by the way, Jeff, I think you may or may not have met her, but if there was, what's one cosplay you haven't done that you would love to do. And then just try to explain to people what the passion and where it comes from for cosplay. Well, so actually, it's funny that you brought up Alicia because I was thinking that if I were to have one, and I, I couldn't build this, only she could, because her Shao Kahn was in just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So I'd say definitely have the female version of Shao Kahn because that was just incredible. Like, I've seen her Predator. I've seen a her Predator is great. Done. Oh, my God. So good. So good. But I'd say the Shao Kahn for sure. And for me, it started with, like, when I was a kid, I hated the fact that Halloween only came around once a year because I like <laughs> to, you know, dress up. So I was just like, why can't I be Bubbles all the time? Why can't I be Harley Quinn all the time? Like, this is yes. stupid. But then... You picked the right profession. <laughs> right. Man. Yeah. And now I get to dress up every Friday. <laughs> But it's, um, yeah, it, it started there. And then once I realized that cosplay was a thing, then I was like, okay, well, now I can just put it under this umbrella and just be nerdy and whatever, regardless. Let's have a serious wrestling question. Okay. Where did the passion for wrestling come from? I love that your cat's tail is just like in the in the edge <laughs> of the frame waving, just letting us know that it's all about the cat and not about us. Yeah. Um, where did the original passion come from? For for me, and I've I've said this before, so I won't bore people with the story again. My grandmother lived, born and raised in Puerto Rico, Boca Ron. I saw my first match in San Juan and they had a cage around it. And I asked if it was a steel cage match. And she said, no, that's in case the wrong person wins. The crowd won't kill him. Oh so they, take, they take their wrestling seriously. So where did your love inspiration come for it? And what was like the first time you were sort of exposed to it? So it started just, I'd say with my dad, my dad, he was a huge, huge wrestling fan and really just my whole family were huge wrestling fans. And we would go to Madison Square Garden with the huge, just bring it signs. Like we were all about it for <laughs> ever. I remember I used to dress up like Lita for Halloween. And yes. Just, you know, so I was obsessed. Freddie's favorite female wrestler. That is wrestler. my favorite female wrestler. Ever, is it really? That's oh, awesome. Oh yeah, Absolutely. 
that match yeah. in Puerto Rico is such a heartbreaker winner. Wait, besides Nico. you. Besides, yes, of course. Besides the great. I don't think besides I'm your favorite. Zelina I don't Vega. think I'm your favorite. Lita has to be my number. <laughs> She's. I think she should be everybody's number one. Honestly, she was such a groundbreaking, just person, not just woman, but person. And um, and Rey Mysterio. You know, once I saw right, listen, Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety seven. Him and Eddie. That was the match that made me go, "Oh my god, I think I can do this." And how old? How old were you? If you if you don't I mind my asking, I was about two, six years old, turning seven. No freaking way! Yeah, that's how it is with all y'all. It's it's from childhood. Mm-hmm. It's from chi- it's it's so rare. These oh, I guess I, there's some wrestlers I think that weren't exposed to wrestling at a young age, but at least every guest that I've had on. Yeah. It's never in their teenage years. It's always at like five, six, seven years old. And they're like, no, I knew this was what I wanted to do. And it's yeah. such a lottery ticket. How do you stay disciplined enough <laughs> to be one of the 0.0001% that actually make it to television and get to fulfill their dream? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I I feel like part of it was, you know, hard work. And you talk about Naruto and Rock Lee is some of like, I take a lot of inspiration from Rockley when it comes to like hard work and you know whatever. So part of it's that. Um, part of it was being lucky, like amazing red, he's my cousin. And um for those who don't really? know him, he Yeah, yeah. So I started training with him when I was 17. I was supposed to be 18, whatever, but started training with him at 17 and then just kind of progressed from there. I met Tommy Dreamer. Um my gosh, that was 2010. And he got me my, my first tryout in uh, TNA. I got signed after that wow. there. And it just kind of continued to roll. But what people don't know is the things that we had to go through, especially my, I mean my generation of wrestling, but like my age group, um, especially people that I knew around that time, I was taken from my grandmother's house in Queens. I would take the, the train from there into the city and then hop on the bus all the way to North Carolina for nine hours to train with the Hardys and then like make it all the way back. So that's the kind of stuff, you know, sleeping in cars, like doing all these things, traveling, you know, doing shows for 20 bucks and maybe a hot dog or something. That's the stuff that people don't know now. Now you get to go to these beautiful performance centers and, you know, get, get the A plus treatment since Jump Street. But what they don't know is that people like me had to suffer for it and loved it every minute of it. I love suffering yeah. every minute of it because it brought me into now. And it's not just, and again, I didn't even train. I should say this. I didn't train to be a manager. <laughs> that was something that triple H just said, Hey, I think this is going to work. It's just from your attitude and his like and wrestling your mic just skills. Just, yeah. You, you had mic skills. And so once, once they see that, it's an easier transition, right? Because all of a sudden they have a unicorn because not every great wrestler was great on the mic. Um, my favorite manager of all time wasn't the best manager of all time. It was Mr. Fuji. Um, but I was just Ooh. obsessed with everything that came out of Japan back when I was a little kid. And I liked that he cheated. I, yeah. I always liked the cheaters. Um, yeah. I also liked that he had a camera that shot fire somehow. <laughs> that was pretty cool. So, Never seen but one of speaking of your mic skills, they have brought you opportunities even outside wrestling and you have something coming up where you're joining the street fighter six uh commentary team this june look street fighter 2 was the greatest arcade game ever made for my generation for my generation (laughs) i know it's not mortal Kombat. i wasn't a mortal Kombat. i'm sorry jeff i'm sorry (laughs) i i loved i loved street fighter 2 so much dalsim was my guy 
Nobody could even get close to me. And if they did, they got the yoga fire and that was their ass. Um, How excited are you to see what you sacrificed and suffered for leading to something that is a genuine interest of yours? And now you get to do that too. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's mind-blowing, honestly. Like, and that, even how that came about was such a crazy journey. But, you know, back in the day, I didn't really have, like, friends necessarily. I kind of just, like, had people I hung around with, but my brother was my partner in crime. That was the person I played video games with all the time, would watch, like, anime with. And just, he was, he's my best friend, you know, outside of my husband now. But he's, he had a big influence on me when it came to, like, fighting games. So when he introduced me to Street Fighter, I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. And I loved Vega. Vega, That's why my last name is Vega because of really? Vega. Yeah, that's why I picked it. <laughs> that guy kicked my ass. So like he was easier in the arcade than on the Nintendo when it came yeah. out. He was way harder on the Nintendo and that would always stop my progress. I could never beat him until the second time. The first time <laughs> I fought him, he would always win. I hate when he would jump up on the cage. Yep. I hated that claw. I hated the mask. I just wanted to smash the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> mask. I hated it so much. And that's the one you picked. I got a thing about Vega. What? <laughs> I uh, I know this this episode is not about Jeff Die, but when we were young boys, we played Street <laughs> Fighter. Uh, we didn't have the internet, right? We thought Vega was a girl. We thought it was a lady, <laughs> and so we were like, you know, there's a part you can pause where you can see you can see her chest. <laughs> like her shirt. So we would like we would like pause it, and we're like, oh, dude, Vega's so hot. Like we were like so into it, and uh, we had no idea. I think like in high school, some like, you know, other high school boy was like, you know, that's a guy. And we're like, nah, nah, it's Vega, dude. Vega's like hot. It goes Vega, Cammy, then, Ch- then uh, Chung Lee. Chung Lee, man. I have a question for her. 
It's an easy one. So it's like whenever like we go to comedy clubs, we always ask the the booker like, "Who do you love? Who do you hate?" And it's fun for us to just have a little gossip, you know, like say, "Oh, they don't like this comic," and or they do like this, and the dancers always vary. So my question for you as a wrestler: Which one of your former uh, wrestling coworkers, or one, you could even pick a stable mate, who would you like to kick through a barbershop window? <laughs> Like a yeah. Spartan stomp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they go all the way. You can yeah. be in character. You don't have to be in real life. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Also, it can be in any time. You could say that I used to work with some creep down in blah, blah, blah. Well, some I will say this. I, I kind of did do that yeah. already. Not not through the window, but there was a point <laughs> um, back when, uh, when Sasha had just came out to um, – Save Bianca from Carmela and I, and she had hit me with the Meteora, and dude, I felt like my orbital bone broke. I was like, oh my God. And um, of course, she was like super apologetic and whatever, but then I was like, just no, girl, you got to receive, I swear to God. Receipt so, like, time. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was so mad. And then <laughs> she's like, okay, cool, like, whatever, right? Royal Rumble happens. And I knew I was going to eliminate her, and I was like, this is my moment. <laughs> this is it. Oh. So, bro, I think I, I kicked the soul out of her. I kicked her so hard <laughs> through and she flew back and she landed on the floor and I see her just shaking her head like this. And I knew she knew that that was what I was waiting for. And of course, we were fine afterwards and it was funny. But I remember Rhea going, oh, she was waiting for that one. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm rewatching that rumble just to see that moment now. Oh, I'm totally rewatching it. I just to be a douche. I think I said, what's a boss to a queen? And I, yeah, I got into it. It was, you know, it was a whole, the whole thing. But it was, and but fast forward, I'd say now, um, Rhea, because, and it's not, you know, it's not like it's not known that her and I are very close. However, you're close up until you're going for the championship. And, and she's now a she's champ got now. that bad boy. Yeah. She's a champ now. So I'm just like, listen, we have history. I know a lot about you. And she knows a lot about me. But that's the person who I'm going to find. It could be like Hogan versus the Giant. Dude, you do know? you know how many times I've been watching? You're very little. She's a giant. Yeah, you know? but It'll that's be great. why Good it's story. Like the Rey Mysterio to my Brock Lesnar. Well, my last question comes from Mr. Xavier Woods. And uh, I will read it exactly as he wrote it. And it's not, it's, it's not a question that you have to go, oh, God, because he loves his queen. And he says, a, que- a question for my queen. If you could have any song ever made for your theme music, what would it be and why? Oh, my God. So there's two ways I can go about this, right? So, like, <laughs> on the one hand, um, I had my dream music. It was having... Madara, like the English voice actor for Madara Uchiha um, in my Queen music. He was the one that said, all hail the Queen, Queen Zelina. No so way. Actually, yeah, you can you hear made that. Ha- you the- made that happen or it just all happened randomly? Myself. No. All, That's dope. All by myself. I, we, him and I spoke about it and WWE was super receptive to it. And we put him, you can actually hear the all hail the Queen now in Charlotte's music or whatever. Um, but that all hail the Queen, Queen Zelina, that's, that's Madara Uchiha. That was like my dream theme music got it um but i'd say for now it's hard because i love um she's done a lot of the demon slayer um music but uh lisa i would love for her to do like some really cool like demon slayer inspired like something like with fire and ringo especially because now i'm a good guy so now i can play off the good guys i'm like 
Rengoku fire, you know, and then just have her sing. Oh, that'd be so cool. That or Aaliyah because Aaliyah is just my everything. So either oh, one. Oh, really? I yeah. I knew her a bit. Uh, it was, Did that you? Was a, a, yeah, I knew her a little bit back in the back in the nineties. Yeah. Oh she my god, she's like my favorite to this day, singer, actress, like everything. So it's actually where I got a lot really of my. Cool. Um, like inspiration outfit wise, I actually did a cosplay, the try again outfit for TV, uh, two months ago. I want to say, yeah, I wouldn't have even keyed in on that. If, <laughs> if you didn't say it just now, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Jeff, do you have any questions, closing questions, or are you happy and satisfied? I'm happy. <laughs> it was a pleasure to meet <laughs> I you. I actually have a question to switch it around Dude, on you what, guys. What's, what's your question? Go ahead. We're ready. So just considering the fact that you do have, you know, a lot of, from being a fan, just wrestling knowledge and just the knowledge that you have as a, in total. I had seen somewhere, and I don't even know if you actually said it, but that you didn't really love me being with Legato. Is that a true statement? It is true. Here's why. Here's I, why. I would say I'd love I, to hear this because I, I have my thoughts on it too. And I'm, I'm very curious as to where, what you think. So here was my thing with him. WWE oftentimes, when someone, when English is their second language, they give them a manager no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I heard Legato speak and I didn't feel that it was necessary for him to have one mm -hmm. because I thought if given the right opportunity, and as long as it's a writer that he connects with, or if he's the kind of guy that doesn't need a writer, some wrestlers don't, then mm -hmm. he could have his own promo and his own voice. I always felt that the manager position was reserved for those who weren't able to get themselves or their message across in a promo. And I've never had a hard time connecting with him in any way, shape or form. In fact, I was going to tell you when the interview's over, but I'll just say it now and people yeah, can hear. Do he's it. my, he's, he's my current favorite wrestler. Like I, really? I love the guy. I love the guy. I was not hip to him before he came to NXT. I didn't know about yeah. the Lucha Underground stuff that him and Ricochet did. And that Grand Prix match that they did that was kind of a recreation of that match. Mm -hmm. I wasn't hip to it. And it was a buddy of mine who was like, no, you have to go see that match. So I had to go back and watch <laughs> Lucha Underground. I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. and I've just fallen in love with the guy. He's my man crush. I think he's amazing. <laughs> and I just didn't think he needed a voice, but it was in no way like, well, I don't want her to voice. No, I loved you with Andrade. I thought you were great with him, but he needed more help yeah. than I felt than than I feel Legado does. So yeah, that's my mm -hmm. guy. I just I felt like he can stand on his own, and I think eventually he will. I hope so. Yeah. If they give him the the right opportunity. But yeah, I love him, and I love that they made you guys good guys. I love yeah. that you're good guys. Yeah, which is funny. That. That's the I first time him. ever in my career. As, as a good guy. Ever. That's right, huh? You've yeah. always been a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. And it's so it's funny that you say because I was I remember reading it and I remember thinking like, I wonder if he's thinking what I was thinking when I first heard it. Because when I What was your thought? It, well, cause I said the same thing. I was like, he doesn't need me though, because he's a great wrestler and a great promo. Like, why does he need me? And the way that it was explained to me was, well, the group is new to the main roster. You know, you you're very known by this, you know, the SmackDown audience and whatever. So by putting in with you, people go, oh, OK, what's this about? We already know her to be the heel manager. We know her to be the heel wrestler. Like if she's introducing them, then that means that that's what they're about. So I think it was just really to help make the transition for the fans easier to go, oh, OK, that's who they are, um, which I was like, OK. But I think 
since then it's evolved so much that it started there. And I didn't even really do all of that much talking to be honest, but like it's evolved so much since now, like being with Ray and first of all, dream come true. What the hell? Eight year old Thea is just like, what is life? Um, yeah. You know, but now having Ray on our side and, and having, you know, LWO be a thing again. It's just, it's crazy. It's really, especially because Ray's like, well, you're going to be the first female ever in LWO. And I was like, that's freaking right. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I do, I did agree with you. And I thought it was funny. I was like, considering what he knows about wrestling, I imagine he saw it through my eyes the way I saw it initially. And now it's just, it's where wrestlers in a team, not me managing wrestlers. So that's, yeah, it's much yeah. more has a stable vibe as far as opposed to a manager talent type vibe. It's now yeah. it's no, this is the group, the LWO reborn yeah. basically. Yeah. Which I'm the glad that it's evolved too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad my answer was good for you. Go ahead, Jeff. I do have one. I forgot that I do have one more Let's question. Do it. You, you, you and your husband both have action figures, yeah. right? And I believe you, you, you like the action figures. You collect mm-hmm. the action figures. What is your favorite action figure that you own? I got a ton in here. I got, you know, we're wrestling fans. So what, uh, what is your favorite action figure that, that you own? I, you know what? It's funny. I was like, where is this question going? <laughs> Initially I was like, Just you and me both. <laughs> but, um, of course, like a part of me wants to say mine. Cause I never actually thought I would even get to the point say where yours. I had one. Say you it's cool you to know, have an action figure. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. Cause it's, it's Queen Zelina and she's got the crown in it. And I'm like, it's me. It's so strange. But, um, especially cause I used to collect them so much. I had so many, actually my brother used to rip Triple H's hair off of his action figures. But, there is a really big so unnecessarily statue. cruel. He was very much a rock fan. Well, Triple H eventually cut all his hair that's off true, too. That's so true. Worked, you know, you're he was a really big rock fan and he got super pissed one time and was just like, no, but <laughs> yeah, violence. But, um, I have a really huge, like it's, it's probably about, let's see if you guys can even see this. Oh. Your size. Yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> like this, even bigger, honestly, it's probably like this big, but it's a huge Itachi statue. That's sick. I used to have the old Voltron. He was about the same size. It's a really big Itachi statue. And I think um, there's a, a guy named, he's, he has the YouTube channel uh, Bam Collectibles. And he's the one who actually helped me get it. But I wanted a really big Itachi. And he finally helped me find like the perfect one. Like it's beautiful. Like I'll definitely like send a picture, but it is beautiful. Just my, by far my favorite. I can't wait because we were actually moving in June to a new house where I have like my own office where the walls aren't walls. They're oh just my God, cases. you're such a like, nerd. That's awesome. That's sick. I am sorry though. The correct answer was, the correct answer was my favorite action figure is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> but no, it's not. yours was good. <laughs> you had a good second place answer. Good second place. I'm going to call you Miss Vega since uh, we bonded on Street Fighter now. I hope you have an absolute blast in June doing the Street Fighter 6 thing. I rarely get jealous, but I am man enough to admit that I am very, very jealous. Um, I think that's awesome. If they're listening and you guys need someone to, you know, jump in there and interview people, let me know. But I thank you for joining the show. Thanks for being a part of it. I hope it was painless. And keep doing your thing, girl. I think you're great. 
Thank you so much. This is really fun. I could talk to you guys forever, but I'm like, I know you guys are on a time limit, but thank you. This is really, really fun. No, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thanks everybody for listening. And this has been Wrestling With Freddie. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling With Freddie. Twitter is WWFreddyPod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support. 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.